everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So for context, I'm a 20-year-old female. And at the time of these events, I was around 12 to 13. So I grew up in a very rural area. Like, my town was so small that it was legally considered a village. My house is one of four on a span of about 40 acres. There was my childhood home, my grandparents' house that was right up the street, and two neighbors. One of the neighbors, we'll call T, had been living across near my family for as long as I could remember, and he rented out a trailer he owned which was inhabited by the fourth neighbor, who we'll call Jay. Jay and his girlfriend, who we'll call A, had moved in just a few months before these events, and I hadn't really met them. I knew of them, but I hadn't interacted with them directly. The day that I met Jay and A was extremely awkward, as I was a kid, and I didn't really want to talk to them. But my grandma had made me go with her to drop off some vegetables that she had grown in her garden. When they came out, right after my grandma knocked on their trailer door, I was first struck by how they looked. I know that it sounds bad, but I'm not judging, but I know that both of them were addicted to meth. My grandma started the conversation, and I tried to be polite as I was raised to be, by then introducing myself when told to do so. I wasn't really able to finish my sentence, as I noticed Jay was staring at me very intently. He looked like he was either mad or hungry, or even both. Not the creepiest off the bat, as they both seemed polite enough, and I brushed off the stairs just him trying to be polite, looking at me as I spoke to him as most people do. The creepy part is that as time went on, he began to try and be near me more and more. He'd ride his bike past our house over and over for what seemed like hours, all while me and my brother played catch in the yard. Then he began to go to church with me, my brother, and my grandparents. He made sure to sit next to me in the back seat of the car as he rode with us. If my brother tried to sit in the middle so I wasn't right next to Jay, he'd throw a fit about how my brother was squishing him against the door. Then he began coming to my grandma's house whenever she'd have me and my brother after school offering to tutor me with various subjects. What really scared me was that I'd began to see him walking near our house at night, trying to shine a flashlight into my window. He tried various things to get close to me. He tried to convince my parents to let him teach me how to golf, tried to help me practice my catching positions for softball, and he tried to get me to go with him and A to the movies. And also, none of these things ever included my brother. Only me. Things finally came to a head when I was playing with my dog outside in our front yard, and he had started repeatedly doing laps on his bike down the road again staring at me just like he did the day we met. I was extremely uncomfortable, as you can all imagine. I've always had very good intuition about people, and something was just really off with him. But that day, I was terrified. He parked his bike right in the middle of the road, 
and got off. He started walking towards me at almost a jog, and I just kept backing away from him. What happened next is why I honestly believe that dogs are a much better judge of character than people could ever hope to be. My boxer dog ran up to him and launched herself onto him when he was about six feet away from me. She tore into his arm, and I saw blood. I started to scream, and my mom ran out shortly after. She was trying to pull my dog off of him, but as soon as she was able to, holding onto the dog's collar, she started yelling at him, asking why he was in our yard in the first place with me all alone. He couldn't answer her, and he just started running back to his bike, riding back to the trailer. My grandma ended up driving him to the hospital, as JNA didn't have a car, and I learned later on that he got 16 stitches from the bite. He never gave a reason as to why he was approaching me, and they ended up moving out shortly after. I haven't seen him since, and I'm still terrified to this day to run into him again. I'm a male in my early 30s, and the story took place when I was a teenager. In the summer of 2005, my cousin and Ann came over to my house to hang out one weekend afternoon. This was a regular thing ever since we were kids. I was 14 going on 15 at the time, and my cousin just turned 13. It was a nice summer afternoon, so the two of us decided to take a stroll around my neighborhood. I'd like to note that I'm physically disabled, and I use a power chair to get around. Anyway, my cousin and I started our stroll. I don't remember how long we were strolling around from, but as we came back on the street I lived on, my cousin and I were stopped by a strange older man. He started talking to us, asking what we were up to and if we were siblings. I thought that he was a neighbor of mine and that my dad might have known him as well. So I said that we were cousins and that we were just taking a stroll. Then he had started asking about my disability. Again, I didn't think anything of it, so I just explained that I was born this way. Right at that point, he started to rub my legs, and he told me that he could fix my legs and that I'll be able to walk. I just knew this was bullshit, so I politely said that there was nothing he could do to help me. My cousin and I just looked at each other like, is this guy for real? After a few minutes of trying to convince me that he could actually help by massaging my legs to help me walk, I think he realized that we weren't scared of him, so he just said, I live in this house right over here. And he had pointed to the house we were right in front of, continuing to say, Tell your parents about my offer. Let them think it over. I just said okay, but really thinking. Yeah, I'm not saying shit to anyone. Then my cousin and I told him that we gotta get home. He asked where I live, so I just pointed to a random direction, then said, Over there. He bought onto my lie, so he let us go, but not before reminding me to tell my parents about his offer. After that, my cousin and I ran back home as fast as possible. When we were a few yards away from the old man, we looked back, and he was gone. We got back to my house and entered the backyard. Luckily, my mom and aunt were inside, so we had some time to catch our breaths. We kind of just laughed the whole situation off 
and we both agreed not to tell anyone. At the time, I wasn't that scared of the situation, but living in today's society where creeps are literally everywhere, thinking back to that situation, it's really scary to think about. Especially while being a physically disabled person, we were sitting ducks when it comes to predators. Moral of the story is to always be self-aware of your surroundings and don't ever talk to anyone you don't know personally, even if you think you might know who they are through another person. Just don't risk it. When I was 16, my family and I moved into a new house across the state of California. For reference, my parents are divorced and I have four siblings. My mom has full custody over me, and my mom and stepdad have split custody over my siblings, so oftentimes I'm either babysitting my siblings or home alone while my mom's at work. We ended up moving to this new house because of my stepdad's increase in his income. He had a major boost in his business, and things started to work out really well for him. So he had offered to buy us a nicer house to give us a fresh new start that's also super close to his own house. This way it would just work out way better for sharing the kids and favors and such. My mom got a new better paying job as well and we moved down there. But she's been working long hours while she's been getting started. So oftentimes I'm tasked with taking care of the siblings and dropping them off and even sometimes picking them up from their dad's house since my mom's working most hours of the day. The way their arrangement works is my mom has them for the weekend, and their dad has them for the week. I'm much more introverted, and so during the weeks when my mom's at work, I have the house all to myself, and I usually just do homework and watch TV. I chill out, and I rarely ever invite friends over or go out. After my mom married my stepdad and he brought all these kids into our lives, I kind of just lost my friends because I never had time for them, as I was pretty much babysitting almost constantly because of my parents' long working hours. I have a pretty normal routine of coming home from school, locking the doors, and getting something to eat. My mom normally gets off work at night, unless she has overtime and other things she needs to do. So after I get out of school and take the bus home, I get there at about 3, which gives me about 6 hours to do my chores, homework, and whatever the hell else I want to do before my mom gets home. Right about a month after we moved into this house, we had gotten a new neighbor right next door to us. It was a middle-aged man with dark brown hair, who we're going to refer to as Dave for the purpose of this story. After about a week of him getting settled in, my mom and I had the weekend all to ourselves. My stepdad had asked for the kids for the weekend for a vacation trip with his new fiance, and my mom agreed in exchange for the first three days of the week. This meant that my mom and I were going to relax and have a little mom-daughter weekend on our time off. Even her boss let her take Saturday off. When she came home Friday night, we had watched a bunch of scary movies in her room. The next morning, we had ordered some breakfast for delivery, and we decided we should make some cookies for the new neighbor. We had just got some of the pre-made cookie dough out of the fridge and let them bake while we got ready. We then put them on a plate and walked over to his house. When we knocked on the door, we had heard a bunch of rustling and movement from inside the house, but nobody came to the door. When my mom knocked again, the door then immediately opened. 
the familiar man opened the door, and he looked absolutely pissed for no reason. Once he saw us, he seemed to cool down, though. So we then introduced ourselves as his neighbors next door, and we welcomed him to the neighborhood. He gave us a piece of paper with his phone number on it, and he told us that we can come over anytime, and although seeming a little creepy, he seemed polite. My mom and I decided to go get our nails done and go get some lunch. As we were getting our pedicures, my mom had brought up our neighbor Dave. She said that he seemed nice, and we talked about him for about a minute or two. I brought up the creepy vibe that I got from him, and my mom said it's probably just first meeting jitters, something that she says often because I often get nervous when meeting new people. After we got our nails done, we decided to go get lunch just a few blocks away. When we were there, we just happened to see our new neighbor Dave there as well. We invited him to eat with us, but he declined very quickly. He just sat across the restaurant from us alone. He kept locking eye contact with me while we were eating, but my mom didn't notice because she had her back turned to him. He kept giving me weird, creepy smiles, but my mom just said I was overreacting. After we had lunch, we decided to go to the mall and get a few new things, as well as a new outfit for my mom's birthday, which was coming up. We had been at the mall for about two hours, when once again we had spotted Dave. He crossed over to us when he spotted us, then came to say hi. We had only talked for about a minute, then just continued on with our day. But in every store we went into, I would always see him in the same store, or I'd see him walk by the store we were in. I didn't think too much of it because we were in the same building, and I mean we were bound to see each other but at low key seemed like he was following us. My mom needed to go to the bathroom, so I had waited outside on the bench for her. While I was there, Dave came up to me. He had sat next to me, and I said hi, and he asked where my mom was. I told him she was just in the bathroom, but that she was going to be back soon. He was getting really close to me, and he was overall just being really weird and creepy. He was getting kind of touchy, so I stood up and I said I was going to go check on my mom. This is when he grabbed me by my wrist and had pulled me back down on the bench. He then told me no and that I wasn't going to go anywhere. Just as he did that, my mom came out and asked what was going on. He immediately let go of my wrist and then stood up, then saying nothing with a weird smile and that he was just keeping me company. I had really tried to shake off the bad vibe he gave me, but he was just really creepy. My mom just told me that I shouldn't worry about it, and we should just continue on with our day. After that, we went into a Target, as well as another thrift store nearby. I didn't see Dave again after that, so I had mostly forgotten all about him and our creepy encounter. My mom and I went to go get dinner at a Chick-fil-A, and by that time it was just at about 9pm and the sun had just barely set. We finally decided to go back home, but we had stopped at a gas station to load up on candy and get snacks. We grabbed a basket and we grabbed all of our favorite things. My mom then sent me up with her card while she went to the bathroom yet again. There was one person in front of me, as just as I was about to pay, I couldn't believe it. I heard Dave's voice, and he was actually behind me in line. 
he shouted my name and came running over. Hey, funny seeing you again, Dave said while chuckling. I immediately took a step back because he was getting really close to me and I could feel his breath on my face. It stunk. The guy at the counter said next and I quickly turned around with a relief, sitting the basket on the counter. I stood there just quietly and awkwardly while the man scanned my stuff. It felt like forever and I could feel Dave just inching closer behind me. The man gave me my total, and I had reached into my pocket for the wallet. Dave then grabbed my arm yet again, and he gave the man his card, saying don't worry, and he'll cover it. I replied back to him with, thank you, but it's okay, I can pay for it. I then grabbed my wallet. Dave continued gripping onto my arm, while firmly saying no, and that he would pay for it. The man then swiped Dave's card and handed it back, then handing me my bags full of snacks. I started walking towards the door when Dave grabbed my wrist and then turned me around. Hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? He was right in the middle of saying something when my mom came over and then ripped his hands right off of me. My mom then finally noticed how creepy he was and then went off on him, then saying, what the hell do you think you're doing touching my daughter like that? As Dave was trying to explain himself, my mom just totally cut him off, and then we left in a rush. We were walking towards our car when he was yelling out to us. Dave actually had the audacity to say that he deserved some of the snacks since he paid for it, which keep in mind I didn't even ask him to do. My mom was confused and I told her how he gave the cashier his card and wouldn't even let me pay even though I declined. My mom threw him a candy bar, then told him that we really needed to get the hell out of here. Dave then chuckled and smirked at us in a way that made both of us very uncomfortable. My mom and I got in our car and then finally drove home. We didn't see him the whole rest of the way home, which we kind of expected since, you know, he lives right next door to us now. My mom and I went inside, then changed into some comfy matching PJs, all while double checking to see if our doors were locked. While we were in my mom's room and trying to find a movie to watch, she mentioned Dave and how she felt like he was following us. I agreed, and we both started talking about how he really creeped us out. We eventually forgot all about it, and we were just having a good night watching a couple of movies until we eventually passed out. I later woke up to a very bright light coming in through the window. When I opened my eyes, I saw a flashlight being shown through the glass door of my mom's room from the outside patio. I got a terrible feeling deep in my gut, and the flashlight moved away. That's when I then heard rattling of the door, as if someone was trying to unlock it without a key. I then shook my mom awake, and I told her, to which she then quickly grabbed her phone to call 911. It was the longest four minutes of my life. The police arrived quickly, but they didn't find anyone outside. We eventually went back to sleep a little while later, after our nerves settled slightly and nothing else happened, or any other time for the next week. There was actually no more creepy encounters with the neighbor besides the waving whenever we passed each other or the casual high when we would take out our trash. 
I had finally started to feel a little bit better because I thought it was just a creepy encounter and I figured we might be able to finally become just normal neighbors to one another. But boy was I wrong. It was a Monday and I had just dropped the kids off at their dad's and I was on my way back home when I noticed I had an empty tank. I pulled over to a nearby gas station about a mile down the road and got out of my car to go pay the cashier. As I'm paying for my gas, I once again see Dave coming into the station. He notices that I'm paying gas, and once again he offers to pay for my stuff. No, it's okay. I can pay for it this time, I tell him. But Dave insisted, and he took my 20 off the counter and then put it back in my pocket. The cashier repeated 50 on pump 3, and I thanked him then quickly walking outside because I was getting the same creepy vibe from him as before. I put the gas in my car while waiting anxiously. I then saw Dave walk out of the gas station, then to his car on the pump, which was right next to mine. He started up with just normal, friendly conversation with me, asking how my mom and I are doing, which I responded politely saying we're well, and also asking how he's doing. As I pulled the gas pump out of my car and put it back, I turned around and I saw that Dave was standing right there. I stepped back a bit while bumping into the trash can. I told him that I really needed to get back home, but he had stopped the car before I could shut it. He didn't even say anything while doing this. He just gave me a weird creepy smile for what seemed like a really long time. He then told me to have a nice day before shutting my door and walking away. What the fuck? I thought to myself. I then quickly drove out of the gas station parking lot and headed home. I was going to the store real fast for a couple of things, but I decided to go later because I just didn't feel comfortable going alone at the moment. I was doing my homework when my mom called me. She had called and said that she was going out with a friend and she asked if it would be okay if she came back in the morning. I know how hard she had been working, so I agreed, even though it did make me a little bit nervous considering my previous encounter with my neighbor, but I decided not to tell her because I wanted her to have a fun time. At this point, nothing unusual had been happening, so I decided to go to bed because I was getting tired. I made sure to lock all the doors, as well as making sure the windows were locked too, and then shortly after, I went to bed. I had just fallen asleep a couple of hours ago, but I had woken up to use the bathroom. When I came back to my room and laid down, I was trying to fall asleep, but I just couldn't. So I turned the other way on my bed, and I decided to turn on the TV. The way that I was facing the TV, I was also facing my window. I had tried watching TV, but it just couldn't catch my attention. And eventually, I was able to fall back asleep. I was about halfway through the movie when I then heard something outside my window. Keep in mind, my window's upstairs, so whatever was outside my window had to be on my roof. I tried to ignore it, just telling myself that it was probably just some animal or the wind. But after a couple of more times of hearing this same sound, as well as the sounds of my roof, my dumbass decided to check it out. I opened up the blinds but I didn't see anyone, so I decided it didn't even matter. Then I laid back down, but just as I was falling asleep, 
I heard a tapping on my window. I tried to ignore it, and I figured it was just an animal, but then it just kept continuing, and I decided to open my blinds. That's when I saw Dave smiling at me through my window. I started screaming, and then quickly shut the blinds, calling the police because I just wasn't about to take any damn chances anymore. Plus, he trespassed, so I was pretty sure that that counted for something. In about six of the longest minutes of my life, I had heard the police talking to someone outside. Someone knocked on my door, and when I opened it, they were putting Dave into handcuffs. You're not going to believe this next part. I thanked the police, and the police lady told me that David had a knife and rope and a whole bag full of weapon-like tools. So yeah, I guess Dave was planning to really fuck me up that night. But thank God he was caught. I'm so glad that they arrested him. I ended up calling my mom, letting her know everything that happened thus far, and she came home right away. As I said before, Dave was arrested, but I don't know the full story or how long he was actually in jail for. All I know is that he eventually had to move out, and that's really all I know up to this point. I'm just really glad he's gone and that my mom and I are safe now. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always, stay.